the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Get out of the way. That's what Jamie Amazon would like you to do if you have kids in school. And that is why he is winner of a very uh, prestigious award. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, Jamie's an equity leadership coach. That sounds pretty scary. He works for Equity Leadership Collaboration. It's a consulting company that visits school districts to tell them how to apply critical race theory. Loudoun County Schools in Virginia paid this guy several hundred thousand dollars to hear stuff like this. My job is to make sure that the thing that I think public education offers uh, is supported and given to every kid. And the thing that I think we offer, because I certainly don't think we offer uh, learning, uh, per se. Uh, I think what we offer are relationship. I think what we offer better, because the learning part, in terms of information, what historically high schools were for, was dissemination of information very quickly. It was, it, it, it organized information to disseminate it. Well, actually the internet's better than the high school is. It's faster. Uh, it's got first person, uh, you can do interviews, you got video. You're like, truthfully, the teacher in relation to dissemination of information is obsolete. But the teacher in relationship to relationship is the thing. What we have is people. And that is gold. That is gold. Figuring out how to capitalize on the people, well, that's the thing. People are down for that. People like that. I don't think keynotes, conferences, I don't think that changes anything. What changes things are practice. Like, and I mean a lot. Adults, to change adults, uh, sometimes I wonder like whether it's even worth it. Like, it, like, sometimes you're like, you know what, forget it. They should just get out of the way. We should get out of the way, let kids, because kids are faster. They'll change much faster. Uh, adults are in the way. Yeah, they're in the way. That's the school district in Virginia that helped the Democrats lose the state last week. It also helped Jamie Almanzon win the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. Well, in our second half hour, we're going to talk to a psychiatrist about people in her profession who are telling parents to get out of the way of their kids who want, you know, sex change. And when we come back, the man in charge of OpenTheBooks.com on how your money is being wasted. Stick around. have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet food are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Attention. The United States government has instituted a program to give qualified workers up to $3,148 a month. Do you or someone you know suffer from a medical condition that makes it difficult to work? Are you between the ages of 45 and 62? 
Are you seeing a medical professional for this condition? And have you worked for at least five of the last ten years? If you answered yes to the questions, you may be eligible for up to $3,148 a month. Call the Disability Information Line now to see if you qualify at 800-811-1545. Get the benefits you deserve. Call the Disability Information Line now at 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify. The call is free and our agents are standing by. Call 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify for these government benefits. You've worked hard for these benefits. Don't let another day go by without receiving what you're entitled to. Call 800-811-1545 now. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrustpittsburgh.com. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to Relief Factor com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Relieffactor.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, as far as I know, the Democrats haven't uh, come through on their plan for free college for everybody and paying off student loans, but they have at least another year to go before we can all hope that they get kicked out. Meanwhile, uh, colleges are sitting on mountains of money. They're called, they're called endowments, and the mountains keep getting bigger. Adam Angievsky is the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com, and he joins us now. Adam, thanks for coming on. It's been a while. Good to have you back. Great to be on the program, John. So uh, first, let's start off with uh, exactly what is an endowment and where does the money come from? So the money comes from donors. These colleges are organized as 501c3 underneath the IRS code as public charities. They're educational charities. They're supposed to provide a maximum benefit to the public at large, a public good, when their donors donate to the school. Many times the donations go into what's called an endowment. An endowment is is set aside money outside of the regular operating budget to support the school, to support the the education, charitable mission of the college. And so we just came out with a report. The Ivies have hundreds hundreds, about $200 billion collectively in the eight schools, the Ivy League, in their endowment, John, we forecast that over the course of the next 27 years, their $100 billion optic problem is going to become a trillion-dollar optic problem. Their endowment is going to grow to a trillion dollars. And according to your website, um, it's up to, as you say, by 2048, it's going to be sitting on a total of a trillion dollars. I mean... That's a lot of money, uh, and uh, well, no embarrassment is. there on any, uh, or, uh, by, I guess. That, 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 uh, and, you know, do you think they're aware it's going to be that, that much money 27 years from now? Well, they are now. We put up the piece at Forbes on this investigation, and we broke national news. So just think about this. In one year, during a pandemic, 2021, the net uh, endowment of the eight schools of the Ivy League grew 
by $50 billion in one year. It went from $144 billion to $184 billion just this year. And so at the current gift and giving rates of the school and the uh, rate of return on their investments over the course of the last 20 years, very reasonably we forecast the IVs are going to have a trillion dollar endowment. And now look, this, this begs to question a whole host of public policy reforms that need to happen immediately. Well, I mean, uh, it's donors, but who is the who's the person who donates money, knowing that the school already is sitting on fifty, sixty, hundred million dollars? Seriously, you're exactly right, John. Send some of that money, for instance, to OpenTheBooks.com. We're organized yeah, as a public charity, and we yeah. <laughs> we hold all these people accountable, right? Yeah. So think about this: at Harvard, right now, they've got a fifty-three billion dollar endowment. They only have 5,300 undergraduates. They've got the equivalent of $10 million per undergraduate student in their endowment right now. We forecast over the next 27 years, Harvard's going to have six times the endowment. They're going to have a $300 billion endowment, $60 million for every single student. Now, but, but again, who... Who's donating this money, uh, and are they aware of the pile of money that their money's being thrown on? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, every single year, each one of these Ivy League schools has a capital campaign, and they go out to their alumni, and they go out to their alumni to raise money. They make donation pitches to the richest people in the world, and they give them money. They give them millions of dollars a year. Each year, the eight schools of the Ivy League raise about $2 billion each year from their alumni, from donors, and from wealthy benefactors. But, but I mean, I can understand um, donating money to someplace, uh, and even if it's your, if your, if it's your alma mater, um, if you think that that money is going to go someplace to help you know, a kid, I don't know, to do, do some good. But what I'm getting at here is, I think you're supposed to be pretty smart if you're a Harvard grad. Who's dumb enough to keep sending <laughs> money to them when they already have $10 million per student laying around? Amen, John. And here's how it hurts all the rest of us out here in the hinterland. So when the Ivies have all this money in their endowment, but they keep raising the student room and board and sticker price of their tuition. And so now it's up to almost $90,000 a year. So what happens is they raise the upper bound and all the other colleges and universities across the country, they follow suit. They fall in behind the Ivy League colleges. So they also raise tuition. That hurts the rest of us and it's why we have a student debt problem in this country. Do these do these people at the Ivy League schools, do, do they sit around and have meetings and pass their the 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 bank statements around to show how much money they have and are they that make them proud i mean what do they what do they get out of this money that's laying around what are they what's the ultimate goal of all, of all that money and those are the those are the exact questions being asked of the ivy league colleges as a matter of fact the atlantic they're a center-left publication just a couple of months ago they ran the headline should princeton exist why is all this money being stockpiled for elite education? What is the argument to stockpile hundreds of billions of dollars, if not a trillion dollars in the future, just to fund elite education? Haven't the eight schools of the Ivy League gamed the IRS tax rules as a nonprofit? How can you be a nonprofit with $200 billion banked, stuffed, in your endowment. Well, today is payday here at AM 1250, the answer. <laughs> um, and uh, how much of my, uh, did some of my paycheck, uh, theoretically, is some of that going to Harvard? Well, it is. I'm glad you raised that point. So in, in the most recent six-year period that we studied at OpenTheBooks.com, we found an amazing amount of taxpayer dollars flowed into the Ivy League. So over a six-year period, the eight schools of the Ivy League collected $42 billion at U.S. taxpayer cost. It was direct taxpayer subsidies into the eight schools of the Ivy League. 
It was $26 billion worth of direct payments out of the federal agencies on contracts and grants. And it was the special tax treatment where they don't pay tax on the gains of their investments and their endowment. $42 billion we funded, John. And who knew? Who knew the Ivies were taxing me and you? I didn't. We're talking to Adam Angievsky. He's the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com. You should go to OpenTheBooks.com and read about this. Um, so what exactly are, are they subsidizing? What's the money? Does, uh, did you, were you able to find I mean, out what this money went toward? Yeah, yeah. So the Ivies now are more federal contractor on contracts and grants at $26 billion over the six-year period than they are educator. They only collected $22 billion worth of student tuition, undergraduate student tuition over that period. So they're more federal contractor than they are educator. Here's some examples of the federal grants that they received. So Cornell University, they took a million-dollar grant for a study where it hurts the most to be stung by a bee. It what, turns what part out, of your body? <laughs> well, it turns out it's the nostril. Where is it? The nostril. I wouldn't have picked that, but that's that's okay. Um, so they, you know, the, what you were thinking, John, and everyone thinks the same thing, you would think that that part of the body uh, hurts the most to be stung by a bee. Yeah. And I guess, according to this study, a million dollars of taxpayer money, it's not true. Well, it's okay. It's the nostril. Well, I'm glad. It's good to know. Case. Uh, <laughs> um, but... But but people at Harvard, uh, well, here's the thing, though, uh, Adam. This is not just a Democrat or Republican thing because this endowment thing's been going on for a long, long time. The subsidies have been going on for a long, long time. Is there not a politician somewhere who says, "Wait a minute, what are we sending money to Harvard for when they already are sitting on ten million dollars per student?" So our findings already went to congressional oversight committees, and, and the IVs are going to be called up to Congress to account for the situation. And look, the last time that we did this report was 2017. And in 2017, the Boston Globe cited our organization, OpenTheBooks.com, as the impetus when the Republicans came in with a very small and tepid solution to the largesse of Ivy League funding from the federal government and the sheer growth of their endowments from donors. Here's what the Republicans did in 2017 when they controlled Congress, when Trump was in the White House, they passed a new tax on excessive endowments. So the Republican solution to reign in the Ivy League wasn't to cut their funding. It was just to claw back a little bit, 1.7% of the annual growth of their endowment. That's it. They didn't cut their funding. They didn't do anything else. If you and I um, had a big investment gain, we would pay capital gains tax at around 25%. Right. The Ivies, they're nonprofits. They were paying zero. Congress slapped a very small 1.7% tax on their excessive endowment. It wasn't enough. So would Harvard, by the way, I saw, I think it was Harvard. I just saw this today. I'm pretty sure it was Harvard. Um, they now have more administrators than students. Do you know that? <laughs> wow. That's I, I didn't see into. that. I believe that's the case. Yeah, I, I just saw it today. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure it's Harvard, but it was an Ivy League school that has more. Might be might have been Yale, but they have more administrators than they have students, uh, and that's so where some of the money's here's going. Here's the latest on Harvard uh, that we know, um, and what you just articulated is very interesting. We're going to explore it. Uh, Harvard had a had a uh, massive gain in their endowment last year. It went up by over 10 billion dollars in one year. And they turn around and they want to cut staff. <laughs> so, <laughs> and maybe that's because they have more staffers than students. I don't know. But, but seriously, um, these institutions are out of control. So what would happen if the subsidies for Harvard just disappeared, if the government stopped giving them money? Would they, they're not going to go out of business. No, of course not. You know why? They don't need taxpayer help, John. Right. They can pay their own way. So I remember when, uh, when Congress was contemplating this very small tax on the Ivy League, and the, uh, the head of Harvard went on all the national programs, and he said, you know, if you cut our funding, uh, Mr. President, which was Trump, he was threatening to cut their funding, 
what what ty- what type of research do you want us to cut? Do you want us to cut our cancer research? Do you want to cut it? You want us to cut our uh, you know uh, research around uh, you know hearts, high blood pressure, and all this other stuff they do for the public good. And we turned around and we looked at it. We looked at their endowment. You don't have to cut anything. They've got all the connections in the world to raise more money. If the studies are gainful, if it's going to benefit the public good, they can pay their own way. They can get it funded from all the wealthy benefactors that they have in their network. We took a look at, at if you cut the federal subsidy completely, they could still fund all of their federal grants right out of their endowment and not even make a dent in their endowment and only partially affect the future growth of the endowment. Well, that should make everybody feel good who's driving home from work right now, having uh, finished a week of uh, work and knowing that some of that is going to go to Harvard. Uh, I have a, only have like two minutes left, and I wanted to make sure I got to this. Uh, speaking of taxpayer money being wasted, uh, Judicial Watch has filed a lawsuit on behalf of OpenTheBooks.com to look into Dr. Fauci. What's that all about? So we partnered with Judicial Watch. It's our Freedom of Information Act request, and the lawyers at Judicial Watch are representing us in a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit versus the National Institutes of Health and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, John, you'll remember back in January, it was our organization at OpenTheBooks.com that found that Dr. Anthony Fauci was the number one most highly compensated federal employee out-earning everybody, the President of the United States, four-star generals of the United States military, 4.3 million federal bureaucrats. He was number one. And so we posted that at Forbes in my column, and it was national and international news. And many people wondered how this doctor at a sub-agency of a sub-agency could out-earn everybody. And we had a lot of questions, too. So we filed immediately a Freedom of Information Act request for his, for his contract for his employment contract, for all addendums, amendments, and changes to that contract. We wanted to know his financial disclosures, his conflict of interest disclosures, and importantly, his job description. You know, he's done 400 media interviews. We wanted to know if media appearances and public relations and public affairs is in his job description. There's a 1913 law, the Gillette Amendment, that bars the publicity man. It bars the bureaucrat from giving media and public public. Uh, propaganda presentations. We wanted to know if that's in his job description. And it, our, the production was slow walked. And so after nine months, we called Judicial Watch, we got serious, and together we sued him. And I have about 30 seconds left. Do you think Dr. Fauci is hiding information that should be made public? And what are you hoping to uncover? Yeah, yeah. yeah quite evidently they're hiding it. They slow walked it for nine months. They kept saying multiple times that they would produce it. We kept threatening them with the lawsuit. I believe because you spend taxpayer dollars every time you sue government, you got to give them full opportunity to produce. We're confident we gave them every opportunity. I even tracked down Dr. Fauci's email address and emailed him directly and didn't hear back from him. So, yes, they're hiding it. We want to know it. We want to know everything. And we want to let the American people know what's going on with Dr. Fauci, all his conflicts, his royalties from pharmaceutical companies, if any. Um, and everything else that we've, uh, we've filed a request for. Well, everybody can find it at OpenTheBooks.com. Adam Angievsky, you're the boss, doing good work. Keep it up. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, John. Okay, we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Republicans are looking at surging inflation as a winning issue as the party molds its attack lines against President Biden and down-ballot Democrats ahead of the midterms. According to data released by the Labor Department, annual inflation jumped to 6.2% in October, reaching the highest level in more than 30 years. Prices rose 0.9% last month alone, marking the third straight month of accelerating inflation. While Democrats are hoping to celebrate the passage of Mr. Biden's bipartisan infrastructure bill and turn the focus to brighter spots in the economy, the GOP is betting that Americans will care most about the day-to-day pinch they feel at the stores or the pump and that they'll blame Mr. Biden's agenda. Bernie Bennett reporting. President Biden's approval rating continues to decline. The Rasmussen Report's daily presidential tracking poll shows 42% of likely U.S. voters approve of his performance, 57% disapprove. This 
is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Mike Gallagher is shocked about the racist roads and bridges. I had never heard that the bridges were intentionally built low so that busloads of blacks and Puerto Ricans couldn't go to the beach. I'm not kidding you. I think we need to start a campaign. We must demand that these racist roads be torn up and these racist bridges be torn down. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Now's the time to plan your outdoor riding future with a brand new Indian motorcycle from Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh. This is John Steigerwald. Demand for Indian motorcycles is at an all-time high while the supply is low. Plan ahead and get on your holiday shopping now with a great selection of Indian clothing and accessories. Reserve and take priority of your brand new 2022 Indian motorcycle today. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh and Warrendale, next to Jurgles. Visit www.pitcycles.com. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh. Always wear your helmet, never drink and ride. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Gift-giving occurs year-round, whether for birthdays, holidays, or a special expression of thanks to your best clients and customers. Of course you want to show your love and gratitude, but you also want to give a gift that provides a positive image of you and your organization. Solaire Infrared Grills from BestHotGrill.com are both practical and unforgettable. Made in the USA, Solaire has a grill for most budgets, but more importantly, Solaire delivers the wow that everybody likes to receive in a gift. Impressive out of the box, and even more so in use, the Solaire Infrared Grills are the gift of value that will build relationships. With every great-tasting, juicy meal enjoyed from their Solaire, they'll think of you. Step up your gift-giving. Learn more about the amazing Solaire Infrared Grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP. Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Our tie-ups continue on the Parkway West inbound. Your delay around 10 minutes between Carnegie and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Look out for an accident. Wilkinsburg, Robinson Boulevard at Montier Street. On the Parkway East, delays are on the outbound side from Glenwood up to Edgewood, Swissvale. At least a 10-minute backup through there. Outbound 28, a little sluggish from Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Rather cloudy tonight with rain and snow showers late. Little to no accumulation expected. We'll see a low of 37. Cloudy and breezy tomorrow with a couple of showers. Maybe mixed with snow early in the day. We'll see a high of 42. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy skies, low 31. Sunday will be cloudy and cold with a couple of showers. We'll reach a high Sunday of 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. If you were listening at the top of the show, you heard our Windows R Us jerk of the week consultant telling the school district in Loudoun County down there in Virginia that it would be better if the adults got out of the way. Well, that's been happening for a while to parents of kids who are having transgender issues, and it's a big problem. Dr. Miriam Grossman is a child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist. She's also written a book called You're Teaching My Child What? A Physician Exposes the Lies of Sex Education and How They Harm Your Child. She joins us now. Miriam, thanks for being here. It's great to be with you, John. Thanks for inviting me. So you say that your uh, your fellow therapists have lost all credibility. Why is that? That's a big, that's a big thing there. 
<laughs> well, uh, you're quoting from within an article that I wrote that came out uh, in the uh, Federalist, and I was writing about how therapists have betrayed the parents of gender-confused kids. And uh, the reason I wrote about that is because I'm seeing more and more of these parents in my office, and it's very troubling to me that these parents have lost faith in the mental health profession. They, even more than that, they're just fed up with us. And so instead of coming into our, our offices, because there's so few who, like myself, have spoken out against the transgender ideology, there's so few of those people that they are just making their own groups online, Facebook groups, other groups, and supporting one another without the help of professional psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors, et cetera. And this is extremely troubling. Yeah, well, um, when you say you're talking to parents, are parents coming to see you to discuss the, the issues with their kids, or are they actually suffering mental no. issues? Is it both? Yes. That's, they are coming to talk about their lives and how they've been impacted and how they are devastated to see what's going on with their kids. Now, the kids are getting a lot of attention these days, and that's very important. What I'm trying to do is to bring attention to the suffering of the parents because these parents are being told by my colleagues, many of them, not every single one, but many of them, that they are the problem. And if they don't, automatically, completely accept and affirm their child's uh, new identity as the opposite sex, then they are contributing, they, they are the biggest contributing factor to their kids' distress and that it will, uh, that their non-acceptance of the child increases the kid's risk of suicide. And so these parents are hearing that from the so-called experts, and many of them are going along with the recommendation um, to both socially and medically transition the child. Socially means to change the child's name, to only use their new chosen name that's usually either a gender-neutral or the opposite sex name, um, to just permit them to do whatever they need to feel comfortable in their new identity at school, at home, with relatives, everywhere. That would be a, a social transition, their appearance, their haircut, so on and so forth. But the medical transition is, is what's much more serious, of course, and that involves giving kids hormones uh, at an early age and uh, that blocks their puberty, so that they remain in a in a in a in a, pu a pre-puberty state, both physically and mentally and emotionally and sexually. By the way, um, un until a decision is made down the line, supposedly of what sex they want to be. So, what I'm trying to say is that parents are being um, misinformed about this whole situation with uh, children who are confused about their gender because there are more options than just social and medical transition. Uh, there are safer options. Uh, but on top of that, the, the parents themselves are traumatized by the whole process. They're traumatized by the kids' um, announcement Mom, Dad, you don't have a son, you have a daughter. I've really been your daughter my whole life. All your memories of me when I was younger, they're not really valid. I'm starting life again I, as, a, as a different sex. Don't call me my old name, call me my new name, so on and so forth. That's a traumatic event in most parents' lives. Then going to the therapist and watching the therapist validate the child's uh, perception of themselves after a very short amount of time. 
you know, and th- there are inadequate evaluations that are that are being done. These kids need lengthy, um, comprehensive psychiatric evaluation because they usually have many other issues going on, not just the gender confusion. So before they know it, this child has been um, affirmed by the therapist, of course, by the school, by friends. And sometimes it's only the parent and sometimes only one parent that is just saying, whoa, wait a minute, just hold on a minute here. I know my child. We have to slow this thing down. And that parent is isolated, uh, unvalidated, uh, devastated, and, and some of them just, you know, don't even want to go out of the house anymore. Um, they're really suffering. Well, that's tough. So, it's interesting you're bringing this up because I'm sure, well, I'm, I'm, I would imagine you're aware that, that there's a big discussion going on now. Uh, as a result of the elections in Virginia um, about parents and whether or not they should be um, allowed to decide what their kids are taught. And uh, there's a big discussion going on about that. Um, And and, and this is interesting, too. Um, You know, every week here I, I give an award to the Jerk of the Week. And the person who's winning Jerk of the Week this week is a guy, I don't have his name in front of me right now, but he's a he 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 does a um, he runs a service where he goes to schools and teaches teachers how to teach uh, critical race theory without calling it critical race theory. But what he says, what he tells these people, and this is they pay this guy big money to come in to talk to them. He tells them that adults are in the way. We need to just talk to the kids, and he that's he uses that exact expression. Adults are in the way. And that's just with reading, writing, and arithmetic. This is even more dangerous, correct? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, John, this is, it's nothing new. And uh, I, I wrote about this, uh, about how kids are taught uh, about gender, these, these faulty ideas about gender being completely separate from biology. I wrote about that in a book that was published in 2009. So this is really going on a long time, and it was happening and is happening through the comprehensive sex education programs, which had, you know, at their Planned Parenthood, SECUS, other organizations using taxpayer money, um, teach this stuff to little kids. So it's going on a really long time, and, um, you know, now it's, it's multiplied greatly, you know, by thousands of percent, the number of kids that are um, coming out as as gender confused. Um, But again, just getting back to the parents, what I'm trying to do is um, bring the spotlight onto therapists. We have something like a million therapists in this country, if you count psychologists, psychiatrists, social workers and counselors, um, and maybe even more than that. Why is it that um, the group that I found online of, of therapists that are willing to, uh, to, 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 to do long-term therapy with, with these kids instead of immediately affirming them and saying, Oh, great. You know what? Just tell me what name I should use with you and what pronouns I should use with you. Um, There's only 60 therapists in that group, and many of them are outside this country. So this is this is part of the problem that my profession has been captured. It's been hijacked um, by a dangerous narrative. Well, uh and. but, but let me. I sorry to interrupt, but uh, they've been hijacked, and there, there, there's an unwillingness to, for, uh, uh, on the part of actual psychiatrists, psychologists, people you mentioned. There's an unwillingness and or a fear of going against the what has now been uh, established as the orthodoxy 
Is how much of it is how much? Uh, uh, what I'm trying to get at here is: Are these people genuinely in agreement with what's going on right now, or are they just not disagreeing because they're afraid of what will happen to them? Uh, they're definitely in disagreement of what's going on, and they're many of them. Many many people are fearful of the consequences of speaking up. So when parents are told that there's a consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're told with their child is sitting there and the therapist says to the parents, oh, you know, the experts are all in consensus over the treat- the best treatment for your child. And it's to um, let the child lead the way. Um, tell us this. Your child will tell you who they are and you'll go along with it and be supportive, whatever it is. Now, there is in no way, shape, or form a consensus on that issue. And let's put aside all the therapists that are fearful of speaking what they really feel. That's, that's, let's put those people aside. There are lots of professionals, mental health professionals, endocrinologists, you know, who are the doctors who prescribe the hormones, right. who, are, who are speaking up loudly, and they are saying that this is a dangerous experiment and it has to stop, especially on minors. I should have said earlier on when we started, John, is that I'm, I'm specifically focused here on minors mm-hmm. who are, who are um, seeking these kind of treatments. Adults is a, is a, whole, other, a whole other discussion. We're talking... But what parents... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Parents are not told that there's... Um, a debate that's raging, an international debate over this, the issue of how to treat all the kids that are coming in, the majority of which now are girls. And there are, uh, Finland and Sweden actually looked, and the UK, looked very closely at this issue. And they, uh, they made a U-turn in their policies. In other words, both Finland and Sweden, obviously very progressive, quote-unquote, countries. Mm-hmm. And the U.K. is also in the midst of this. Um, uh, they, are, they have decided to no longer give medical hormonal treatments and certainly not surgery to minors because there's, there's uh, an obvious question of can the minors even consent to it? Right. Can a minor can, can a minor consent to a bilateral mastectomy? Can a minor consent to being castrated and um, uh, hey. sterilized? Right. Well, there's uh, there. I, I had a story here. There's a guy. I don't know if you're familiar with it. There was a story of a father in uh, British Columbia who was thrown in jail by the Canadians because right. he refused to call his yes, uh, daughter correct. his son. And he, he was told that if you that's, don't use the right pronoun, you're going to jail, and they put him in jail. So that's yes, the I government and being involved. But i got to ask you this. We're talking to Dr. Miriam Grossman. I'm running out of time here, but she's a child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist, author of You're Teaching My Child What? A, psych, a Physician Exposes the Lies of Sex Education and How They Harm Your Child. What you said about uh, a lot of therapists and psychiatrists out there who are in disagreement with what's going on, but seem to be going along with it anyway, that's pretty scary. I mean, and that, that's like a cancer specialist telling you you don't have cancer because uh, he doesn't want the, the repercussions of, of telling you that, and he lets you walk out, the, out of the office door with cancer. It, it's, you, you put your trust in somebody like that, you'd expect them not to be giving you advice based on public opinion. I mean, that's pretty scary, isn't it? Well, it is. It's terrifying. It's not the public opinion that they're worried about. It's their, uh, you know, their their supervisors, their place, their employer, or losing their jobs, um, losing their jobs, and um, also losing the support of their coworkers. Um, so, yeah, I was in this position years ago myself when I wrote the book that you, you teach my child what that you just mentioned. Yeah. And after it came out, people, my colleagues in the clinic where I was working, a few of them came to me 
and just whispered, like closed the door and whispered to me how they so agree with what I wrote that they just can't say it in front of the rest of the staff. Well, that is scary. And I'm, I'm out of time, Dr. Uh, Miriam Grossman. I really appreciate it. Uh, they, they check uh, your. They can find your piece at thefederalist.com and uh, you go into more detail than we were able to go into here. But really, thanks for uh, being on the show and thanks for the work you're doing. You're welcome, John. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's Dr. Miriam Grossman, and we will be right back. have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dinovite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dinovite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dinovite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet food are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behaviour in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-in Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pest Free goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair income. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code pen. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Here's the deal. I've had constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating for years. I've tried a lot of laxatives and fiber supplements, but my symptoms keep coming back. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. A couple of quick sports notes before we go at the end of the week here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, first of all, the pit game last night, I guess they had 40,000 tickets sold. That includes the advanced tickets and they ended up with about 25,000 in the stadium. 
Uh, if they would have a 42,000-seat stadium, there would have been 42,000 people that would have been sold out because people would feel the urgency to buy tickets in advance, and they would show up because of the atmosphere and everything that would happen on campus in a stadium, uh, in a campus stadium that was small enough that uh, you didn't have half the place empty. That's what they should do. And then this. I just saw this a little while ago. This is, I think, really good news. Uh, John Gruden is not going away, according to Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Interesting that he'd be reporting this. Um, but uh, Raiders coach John Rudin, it says here from Tom Pelissero, is suing the NFL and Roger Goodell in Nevada District Court, alleging they sought to destroy Gruden's career and reputation through a, quote, malicious and orchestrated campaign that led to his resignation last month. That's according to Gruden's attorney. And all I can say about that is good. I'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.